0: All right, take your Bibles to Philippians chapter number one. Let's stand together. Philippians chapter number one. I just want to remind you that folks are still getting saved. Amen. We had folks saved soul winning this last weekend. We had folks saved last weekend. And we're working on baptisms right now. And God is blessing our church. Folks are joining and things are moving forward. Nothing's slowing down. It's only getting, it's only ramping up. And you wait for 2021. 2021 is going to be fun. That's the new theme for next year. And so having fun in 21, Philippians chapter number one. Maybe I should turn into the Bible where I'm supposed to be and we can get started tonight. My message tonight is not in a series. It's just something the Lord laid on my heart and the title of the message is Fighting for Fellowship, Fighting for, not fighting in fellowship, Fighting for Fellowship. Philippians chapter number one, Paul, of course, is talking to the Philippian church. Look at verse 21 with me. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Let's read that verse together. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. And Paul goes on, he says, but if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor. Yet what what I shall choose, I wot not. For I am straight betwixt two. I'm having a hard time making this decision. He says, having desire to depart and to be with Christ, going to heaven, which is far better, nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. And having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you all for your furtherance and joy of faith, that your rejoicing may be more abundant in Jesus Christ for me by my coming to you again. Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ. And whether I come to see you or else I be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that ye stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Could we read that uh, that part where it says, that ye stand fast? Let's start there. Let's read that together. Ready to begin. That ye stand fast in one spirit, With one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. That word striving together doesn't mean fighting together. It means that we are striving together in unison. We are fighting together. Tonight and every Sunday night for the last several weeks, we've had a wonderful time fellowshipping after church. We've had different activities, and tonight we'll we'll be able to do that here in just a moment. And these times were really orchestrated by the staff. These guys have done such a good job, and ladies have helped as well, uh, have such, done such a good job of giving us a space to fellowship. And, and, and now tonight we have chips and, and we have uh, bounce houses, and different things that we have. But the whole purpose behind all of those things is not just to have fun, although it is fun, but the purpose is fellowship. Amen. We need fellowship. Amen. Amen. I'm going to say that again, and everybody say amen. We need fellowship. We need it. We need to fight for fellowship. We need to fight for that. We need to keep it. Uh, If we're not careful, we'll slip into into a, a thought pattern of we don't need fellowship, and we need it more than we realize. And I'm not talking about just the new Christians. New Christians need fellowship. Newcomers need fellowship. I'm talking about the old guard. I'm talking about the deacons need fellowship. Sunday school teachers need fellowship. Teenagers need fellowship. Amen. Amen. We need it. We have to have it. It's a a part of our DNA and we need to fight for fellowship. So that's what the message is about tonight. Daryl Robinson, a Christian writer, wrote this. He said, a church will never grow beyond its fellowship. If the fellowship is right, the church will continue to minister, witness in love, and be built up in maturity and in number. But if the fellowship is not right, the church will decline and eventually die. If the fellowship is disrupted, everything else goes down. Attendance will drop, giving will decrease, outreach will stop. Building the fellowship is crucial to the growth of a church. And I echo that times a thousand. Coronavirus has made everybody nervous about getting sick, and I understand that. But what's happened over the last few months and over the last, in churches, people are, as soon as church is over, they're getting their vehicles and going home. And I understand we got to be safe when people are getting sick. I understand all of that. But we cannot get into the habit of just getting in our cars and going home. We must, somebody say amen now. We must fellowship. Staff guys, we got to fellowship. Staff wives, we need to fellowship. Deacons and deacons' wives, we need to fellowship. Sunday school teachers and Sunday school teachers' wives, we need to fellowship. Church member and church member's wife, we need to fellowship. Single person, teenagers, young people, we must fight for fellowship. Amen. 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 So I hope that we're all well aware tonight that Satan's goal is to disrupt the fellowship of a church. That is his number one goal. Uh, Maybe not his number one goal, but it's definitely an important goal to him is to disrupt fellowship So we as a church, we must fight for fellowship. Let's pray together. Father, I pray that you bless this short message. Help us, God, to determine tonight, every single one of us, God, myself included, that I'm going to fight for fellowship. Lord, I pray that you'd help us with that tonight as a church. Lord, help us, Lord, to have a heart for fellowship. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Charles Spurgeon said this, Some Christians try to go to heaven alone in solitude. But believers are not compared to bears or lions or other animals that wander alone. Those who belong to Christ are sheep, and in this respect, that they love, uh, that they love to get together. Sheep go in flocks, and so do God's people. Amen? We are God's people and we are sheep and we are to flock together. Amen. There's no lone wolf Christians. We ought to be, we ought to be spending time together. And if you find yourself as an island under yourself, that, that is on you. Amen. I said, that is on you. Amen. I know if I want to get in my car and go home, I can. But I know if I want a fellowship, I gotta stay in. I gotta I gotta fight for fellowship. Amen. We need it, by the way. It's encouraging and it's it's important for us. And tonight's not, the message isn't about what fellowship does for us because we all know we need that. The message tonight, this very short message is this. We need to determine in our hearts and in our minds and make a decision that we're going to keep fighting for fellowship. I see here in this chapter here, Just I only have two points. It's been a short point message today. Amen. Only two points. Number one, we must fight for fellowship with the Father. We must fight for fellowship with the Father. Paul said this. He said, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. For me to live is Christ. I need to fight for my fellowship to spend time with the Father. I need to fight for that. How many recognize tonight it's easy to get out of the habit of walking with God? I'm a pastor. I work at a church, even though the staff here is pretty rough sometimes. I work at it, and it's hard. It's difficult to keep your walk with God, no matter matter where you are in life. Walking with the Father takes work. You have to fight for that. Take your Bibles and go to 1 John chapter number one, quickly, 1 John chapter number one. Look at verse one. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled the the word of life. For the life was manifest that we have seen it, verse 2, and bear witness and show it unto you, that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifest unto us. Now, verse 3, notice what John says here in verse 3. He says, That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the what? With the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. And then John goes on, he says, these things I write, these things, uh, uh, we, these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. When we fellowship with the father, that's where we find joy, fellowshipping with the father. If you don't have joy in your life, check your fellowship with the father. Are you walking with God every day? Some people say, well, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. And that's a question that's a great question. Maybe come see myself or Brother Asprelli or one of our wives and we can help you, direct you into how to walk with the Lord. But we know for the most in the room today, you know how to walk with God. You don't read your Bible every day and pray every day. Joy comes from walking and fellowshipping with the Father. Have you considered this, that your number one priority in life is your fellowship with the Father? That's your number one priority in life. Say, no, it's not. It's working. No, it's not. Your number one priority in life is fellowshipping with your father. That's number one. That's first place. That's priority number one. Every person in this room has the same opportunity to walk with God as anyone else, whether you're a teenager or a senior saint or a young person. It doesn't matter how old you are or who you are. You have the same opportunity to walk with God as anybody else. Are you spending time with your father? You have to fight for that. You have to fight for that. You mothers... I pray for you moms. I have so much respect for mothers, especially right now. You moms are doing school at home with your, with your young people. You have multiple kids. I don't know how you do it. I have a lot of respect for you. You have to fight for your time with the father. And all the mothers said, amen, it's hard. All you dads that get up, some of you men in the room, you get up at two, three o'clock in the morning to drive to the Bay Area, you gotta fight for that fellowship time, amen? And it doesn't matter where you're at in life. It doesn't matter what you're... You have to continue to fight for that fellowship because the devil's trying to steal that away from you. If you can steal your fellowship with the Father, he can steal your joy. And so fight for that. Fight for that. Don't let it go. Boy, if you recognize that boy, it's been a week, it's been two weeks, it's been a month, fight to get it back. Do what you have to do to get that fellowship back. Are you fellowshipping with the Father? Are you fellowshipping with Him every day? Are you fellowshiping with him more than you're on Facebook? Are you fellowshipping with him more than you're on Instagram? Are you fellowshipping with him more than and, and the list goes on? But fellowship with the Father. I read this poem, I thought it was good. Walking is dull, I must sadly own, walking is dull if one walks alone. No one to talk with of uh, no one to talk with of what one sees, flowers and meadows and birds and trees. Walking is fine if a comrade, true, loving, and eager, goes with you. Marry the chat and merry the song as the comrade spirits trug along. The miles are short and the views are fair, and sweet and cool is the magic air. And a wondrous charm is the brotherly weather as you and your comrade walk together. And so, O Spirit divinely high, the Lord of the earth and the arching sky, thy love bends down from infinity And even descends to walk with me. What beautiful prospects grow around as thou and I tread this hallowed ground. What hopes uh, upspring and exultingly grow as thou and I are traveling so. What strength in the body and what joy in the heart as thou art taking the comrade part. I am firm as iron and light as a feather when I and the spirit are walking together. Isn't it amazing what walking with the Father would do for your heart? And all God's people said, amen. Don't walk alone through life. Fight for that fellowship with the Father. And then number two tonight, lastly, we must not just fight for our fellowship with the Father, but we must fight for our fellowship with family. With family. And in this context, I'm talking about the church family. And of course, we could preach a whole message on fighting for fellowship with your, with your actual family. Amen? Amen. But we're talking about with the church family. Go back to Philippians chapter one, look at verse 23. Paul says, I'm straight betwixt two. I'm having a hard time with this decision. I want to depart. Paul, we know, is in prison. He's looking at being executed. And I can imagine he's at this point in his life, he's probably saying, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with losing my life. I'm gonna be with Christ. And so Paul has resigned himself really uh, uh, to he, he's come to peace with terms of being executed for Christ. And, but he says this, he says, nevertheless, I abide in the flesh is more needful for you. Paul recognized that him being there and having fellowship and helping this church was important to them. And he says, having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you all for your furtherance and joy of faith that you're rejoicing may be more abundant in Jesus Christ for me by my coming to you again. And then Paul gives us verse 27, which is an incredibly amazing verse for the church. Only let your conversation, that means lifestyle, becometh the gospel of Christ. May I just pause right there for a moment, and every person in this room, I want to remind you that the expectation of Christ is that our conversation or our lifestyle becometh the gospel of Christ. Amen. That means my life and your life should point to Christ. Amen. Amen. That's just a side note there, moving on, Uh, that whether I come and see you, Paul says, or be absent, I hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. I resonate with what Paul is saying here. I'm sure some of you do too as well. I think heaven is going to be awesome. I said, heaven is going to be awesome. You're going to get to do a lot of awesome stuff in heaven. Amen. I think In-N-Out going to be in heaven. I think Texas Roadhouse's food is going to be in heaven, at least. Not the atmosphere, but the food will be there. And uh, I'm excited about going to heaven, and I know you are too, but may I just say this, God still has plans for you. That's why you're here. All right. All right. He still has something for you. He has a reason why you're here. And Paul says, heaven can wait. Heaven can wait. My family needs me. And listen, my friends, tonight, Church family, tonight, we must recognize that our family needs us. Come on, somebody say amen. I don't know about you, but I need you. Our family, we need each other. Church family, we have to fight for one another. I said we have to fight for each other. You see somebody missing, don't just let it go. Fight for them. You see somebody's hurting, don't just let it go. Pray with them. Fight for fellowship with each other. It's a a requirement. It's a blessing also at the same time. We must recognize, and I recognize tonight, truly, that we're all very busy. I understand that. And I understand we all have bills to pay, amen, mouths to feed. We all have schedules. We all have struggles. We have our own families to take care of. I understand we all have a lot of things to do. We're very busy people. And I understand there's a lot of things that are going on in your life. I understand that. But fellowship with the family of God is extremely important. It's extremely important. You know, when the, you know when you ought to fellowship is when you don't feel like it. That's the time you need to fellowship. I don't feel like talking to them. That's when you need to talk to them. Now, come on now. I'm not the only one that says, I want to go home. I don't want to talk to anybody. Come on now. <laughs> I want to go to In-N-Out, get a strawberry milkshake, and go watch, you know, whatever it is my wife wants to watch. Amen? <laughs> I understand that but it's so important. We need to fight for that. We need to fight for it. That's what Paul is saying. Stand fast with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Church family, your family needs you tonight. Your church family needs you tonight. And I know that's why you're here. I'm preaching to the choir. But Paul says we need to stand fast in one spirit, one mind, striving together. 2020 is coming to a close. We're coming into November, November, December. And This year has been a very strange year for all of us. It's been incredibly difficult for many. But there's still some things that need to be done this year. We're going to kick off our bus ministry. That's a big deal. You know, there's churches that are quitting the bus ministry for good. Not Central Valley Baptist Church. The bus ministry is expensive. It takes a lot of work. But we're not quitting. We need the family, though. Amen? Amen? We need the family. Listen, you say, well, the staff guys can do it. They can't do it on their own. We need the family. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you, there's some things left this year that we need to do as a family. And starting the bus ministry is one of those things. We have to do it as a family, as a family. And by the way, we may be able to do it, but not as good as some of you were doing it. Amen. Thank you, Brother Gaona. The staff guys might be able to pull it off, but there's some of you in this room you were good at what you did. Amen? Amen. I'm just saying, your family needs you. Fight for that fellowship. Uh, in December, actually in January, we're going to have a Filipino Sunday. Amen. 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 <laughs> Filipinos, And we're going to have all kinds of fun things that we're going to do there. And, and uh, we're going to do our Christmas program, of course, this year. And there's a lot of fun things that are going to happen this year. I'm almost done. Look at that. I need to quit. But I just want to tell you something, 2021 is coming. And and, and I'm telling you right now, church family, I I wish I could express to you what God has shown me in my heart, what's going to happen for this church next year It is going to be amazing. And we'll talk more about that towards the end of the year. But God is going to uh, really do a great, mighty work through Central Valley Baptist Church. But we have to fight for fellowship. We have to stick together. It's not about buildings, we need buildings, we need space, we need things like that, but it's about the people and fellowshipping one with another. We're going to see new buildings, we're going to see things move around, we're going to see new Sunday school classes and new ways of reaching people for Jesus Christ. We're going to reach souls this next year like we've never reached souls this next year, but may I just say tonight that we need to fellowship, we need to fight for that. So tonight, I just want to encourage you. Will you fight for your fellowship with the Father? Will you fight for your fellowship with the family? I'll read you this, me- this last poem here and I'll pray. As we tread the narrow way together, sing. Together pray. What is sweeter here below than fellowship we know? Comfort for the hearts that bleed, sympathy in hours of need. Kindly things that others say brighten up the dreary day. Friendship, fellowship, and love. Blessed gifts from heaven above. Glad am I that in God's plan, there was fellowship for man. God has given us the gift of fellowship with each other. Let's fight for it. Amen? Amen. How many say, Pastor, I'm ready to fight for fellowship. I'm ready to fight for that. We need to go outside and fellowship with each other. Maybe there's somebody you haven't talked to in a while, it's time to talk to them. Amen.